Well, hey, everybody, welcome to another edition of The Journey of Hope. Glad you could be with us today. The Journey of Hope is a podcast that's especially designed to address the issues that men and women face after incarceration. My guest today is Ben Winter. Ben's going to talk to us about expectations, how to set them properly, something we need to hear. You're going to want to hear this. Ben Winter, right after this. That's how you get in touch with me. Love to hear from you. Let me know how you're doing in your post-incarceration life. Mathers Rodney at Yahoo.com. Let me know how you're doing. Well, hey, everybody, and welcome back. My guest today is Ben Winter. Now, when I was looking at his webpage, it said there that uh, he had had anything but an idle life, a lot of travel, a lot of experiences. He wrote this thing called How to Stop Being Upset, Flowchart. And, but what I really want to talk to Ben about today for our purposes is to discuss with him his book, What to expect when having expectations. We've talked a lot about expectations on this program. We're going to continue to do that today with Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely no problem. Hey, listen, tell us a little bit more about yourself so we know a little bit about where you're coming from. Yeah, so you kind of mentioned the non-idle life, and it's definitely definitely been an interesting ride over the last 20 or so years. I've done a lot of personal growth, a lot of uh, international travel. Uh, I've had a, a kid and, uh, you know, been married, been divorced. And, um, you know, I just kind of kept going down this path of various things that contributed to, um, I'm blanking on the word all of a sudden, uh, creativity that's mm-hmm. the and through the creativity and teaching improv learning improv all that fun stuff uh, i started writing some health self-help books and and um, through that whole process came up with another one that's the one uh, you mentioned what to expect when having expectations so i don't know like i, I kind of feel like if if uh, it can be experienced, I've either thought about it or done it. <laughs> well, I, I I did notice that you've written several books, all of them in the realm of self-improvement, things like self in, self-esteem. Um, they look good. I haven't read them. They look excellent. It's, it's always a great topic, especially for here, what we're doing. The, the first thing I want to ask you about, let's let's get into expectations. How is like an expectation different than, say, writing a goal down that you want to make? I mean, or is there a difference? I don't know. Tell us about that. So there is a slight difference in that if you write down a goal, it's kind of something that you want in the future and that you're going to strive for in the future. The expectation comes into how quickly we get it, how we get it, um, you know, if we get it or not. 
And sometimes we have an expectation that if I write down a goal, I'm never, I'm not going to get my goal. So why bother writing it down sort of thing? (laughs) And sometimes we expect the goal to come in days, not weeks or months, not years. Um, So the expectations around a goal are different than the goal itself. Now a goal to some extent is an expectation. If you write it down and you expect it to actually happen, then it, it is an expectation. But I would say more often than not, it's our uh, subconscious expectations that really kind of get in the way of, of our goal setting. Give, give me an example of just a daily expectation. I mean, I don't know, would it be something like, uh, I expect to get through the day today without, uh, smoking a cigarette. Um, is that sure. an expectation? Yeah, that's absolutely an expectation. You know, most of the time we have expectations we don't even think about. Like when we wake up in the morning, we expect our electricity to be on. Mm -hmm. We expect the refrigerator to be running. We expect, you know, coffee to be there, you know, so we can make it in the morning. The the very simple things that we expect on a regular basis. And most of the time we don't think about them when they go, um, uh, when they come and go. And when we actually get what we want, what we think we're going to get. And, you know, it just, it just doesn't cross our minds. Most of the time when we uh, understand that we had an expectation and it's not going met, that's when we kind of get frustrated. That's when we get upset. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately when we really realize, hey, I had this expectation and it's just not working out. Let's, let's keep going with that for just a second. So, you know, exactly what happens to someone when they don't meet an expectation, whether it's conscious or something that they've thought about uh, so what happens? So most of the time when we have a, a, an expectation that's going unmet, we get upset at some level, whether it's a slight frustration or we're just flat out angry and yelling and screaming and, and so on and so forth. Um, most of the time, and I would say 90% of the time, we didn't even know we had that expectation until it's not going met. Now we may have said something to somebody like, Hey, I need you to take out the trash. Um, but we didn't actually specify when we needed that trash taken out. We didn't specify why we needed it taken out right now. You know, there's not a lot of information behind it saying, you know, hey, maybe you could take this trash out now because it's really smelly and we have company coming over. You know, that's much more reasonable and much more understood as to why the trash needs to be taken out now. Um, whereas you might have thought in the back of your mind, or maybe not, that when I ask somebody to take out the trash, I mean right now, and they should be able to read my mind. But that's not how it works. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> you know? let's uh, let's expand on that. Um, so let's let's talk about this idea of reasonable expectations. Um, and and I do see the relationship between expectations and kind of goal setting, and I do see the subtle difference there. But let's talk for a second about reasonable expectations. Um, how do we decide if this is a reasonable expectation or not how do you do that well sometimes it's very obvious and sometimes you just kind of have to explore it and play with it so for example really obvious is for anybody to really get upset at traffic and the way people drive Mm -hmm. it's not a reasonable expectation because you can't have a conversation with them you're not able to have like a million people on the road come to consensus on how to drive in every situation possible. Now we all took a driving exam. We all passed or otherwise we wouldn't have our license. Although there probably are some people on the road who don't have a license and that's a whole different story, Mm -hmm. but it's not reasonable for us to say, you know, everybody on the road should be on the exact same page. It's simply just not, 
not something that can be attained. Um, so that one's not very, that that's very obvious that it's completely unreasonable. And when you realize that it's unreasonable, you can kind of stop yourself and say, all right, I can't, I can get upset all day long, but they can't hear me. We're not having a conversation. And if they do look in the mirror, they're just going to see me, you know, angry and they're either going to laugh or they're going to flip me off or, you know, whatever, not solving any problems here. Now, the other time it might be unreasonable is, you know, when we want the person across the table from us to stop what they're doing at that very moment and do what you just asked without taking into account that they might also have expectations. They might also be working on something. They might have a reason not to be doing it right then and there. Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, it's a little more subtle, but it's kind of one of those things where you have to kind of look at the situation, look at what's going on around and ultimately make those decisions, you know, with a conscious effort. If that makes sense. It, it seems to me like, um, this idea of reasonable expectations can, can be an issue. For example, let's take smoking. For example, if you wake up one morning and say, I'm never going to smoke a cigarette again. Well, there's a small percentage of people that can do that. Not very many, but that to me would not be a reasonable expectation. Uh, Something more reasonable would be to talk about tapering or, you know, getting some help with it. Um, so when we're talking about reasonable expectations, if, if we're talking about our health or maybe our career, can we do that ourselves or do we need some help with that? I think it's, it can be both. I, I think to your point, there are some people who can decide and just make think, something happen like quitting smoking. Other people do need help. And I think as long as you're willing to reassess day by day, moment by moment, uh, what the ultimate goal is, then you can actually move forward. Because if if you fail that one time, like you, I'm never smoking a cigarette again, and then, you know, later that day you have a cigarette and you're like, damn it, I failed, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Right. Well, then, yeah, you're not going to make it. But at that point, when you have that cigarette, you say, you know what, I did better today than I did the day before. Ah. And I still want to stop smoking yeah, it's going to be a bumpy road. Maybe I get help this way and it works. Maybe I get help that way and it works. And maybe you have to change it two weeks later. Um, you know, maybe the the patch will work for two weeks and then you're just getting these other cravings and now you need, you know, professional help to actually talk through something. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I'm pretty sure I've never been part of Alcoholics Anonymous or anything like that, but I know that they have, you know, a process and they don't do it alone. Right. Um, because they know that with support, you're going to be able to stop drinking uh, much, much easier than just going cold turkey on your own. Right. And so the the expectation would be that it was a process as opposed to just being cold turkey. What about um, what about expectations of other people? Like, you know, I, I expect to be treated fairly and politely. <laughs> um so how appropriate is it to have expectations on other people beyond just, you know, courtesy? <laughs> and that, that is a tricky one, I will say, because I also have expectations of others because of how I live my own life. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm typically early everywhere I go. So when somebody's 10 minutes late and that's just how they are, mm-hmm. you know, I have to remind myself not everybody's early. 
Mm-hmm. In fact, from the last 10 years of owning a business, my experience is most people are not early. Um, and so I've had to change my own expectation of others and when they arrive. And all I can really do is control myself. And I can set boundaries with other people and say, hey, I like to be early. So when we meet, um, if you're right on time, great. If you're 10 minutes late, I won't be there because I will have left. <laughs> you, you know, and like you're just me. setting... Yeah, you're just setting a boundary and you're saying this is okay with me up to this point and then you're no longer respecting me or my time. And it's hard for people to say that sometimes. Sometimes it's really hard to set boundaries sometimes for people. Mm-hmm. But the more you do it, the better you get at it and the more reasonable they sound at the end of the day. Because mm-hmm. if you say, well, I'm always five minutes early and if you're not there when I get there, then you're late and I'm leaving. Like that's just kind of silly because that's not how the world works. Right. Um And so setting expectations of others, you also have to take into account they have their own expectations. And this is ultimately where uh, this, I know it's a newfangled concept, but it's called communication comes into play. (laughs) We have to learn how to communicate with one another. Say, these are my expectations. What are your expectations? And do they align or do we need to come up with some sort of negotiation so that we're both feeling like we're in a good situation? Mm-hmm. Because if somebody says, you know, yeah, I'm going to set the meeting with you at 10 o'clock, but there's a chance I might be late because of blank, blank, blank. Mm-hmm. Are you good with maybe starting at 10:15 if that's the case? And I will definitely be in touch with you if I'm going to be running late, etc. Mm-hmm. Now I know what to expect, and I'm totally good with that. I'm okay with it. It's not really wasting my time. They've set the expectation beforehand, but if they show up at 10:15, and somehow I decided to just stay and wait. And then they give me this giant excuse and all this other stuff when they knew they were probably going to be late anyway, but they didn't share it. Guess what? I've lost all respect for that person. Mm-hmm. And I, I really don't even want to sit across the table from them and have a, have the meeting or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where it really comes down to the whole communication process. And, you know, everybody has their own expectations. So you got to come to a middle ground, you got to lay all your cards on the table, and you got to make sure everybody's willing to proceed under the um, understanding of one another. A little compromise. Yeah, a dirty word in our country right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is indeed. Tell me about your book real quick. How how um, did you come to decide to write a book about this particular topic? And tell us a little bit about how your book is laid out and what we would expect to find in there. Yeah, so I mentioned before that I teach improv. And throughout that process, I kept coming up with this saying that uh, the only reason anybody gets upset is because an expectation hasn't been met. I just kept saying that a lot. and You know, people understood it, but it didn't solve any problems. And so I, that's where I came up with the flow chart that you were talking about, where mm-hmm. you're upset at the beginning and it's all about expectations. So how do we go from that upset moment and move through the flow chart and figure it out? And then as I was looking at the flow chart, there's all these points where it's like, did you know you had the expectation? No. Is your expectation reasonable? No. Those no's in the flow chart have some real depth to them. You know, mm-hmm. like, have you shared your expectation with others? No. There's a... There's a lot behind that no. Like there's the fear of sharing that expectation because what what might they think or say or do mm-hmm. if I share that expectation? And so I, I said, I need to write a book and kind of go into more depth behind all of these different pieces, you know, all the no's. 
And the book really is kind of laid out in such a way that you understand where your expectations come from, why we have them, uh, and and really mostly just kind of walking through the steps of, you know, you're finding yourself upset. That's an actual great moment in time because that is a point in time where you can choose to do something different. I think it's okay for people to be upset because it's a, it is a critical moment in time where you can choose different. You can grow from it. Mm -hmm. It's the people that want to stay upset for days, weeks, months, years on end that don't really get any uh, movement in life. They don't get their dreams. They don't get their goals. But if you take those moments and say, Hey, I have a growth opportunity right now. Let me go look at this flow chart. Let me go read this book and see what's going on for me. Then you know, you can grow from that, learn from it, and actually have a happier, healthier life. Mm-hmm. And so the book kind of dives into all those various pieces of, you know, where they where they come from and really how to deal with it. I think the flowchart is a PDF uh, download on your website, right? Free? Yeah, it's a free download on the website. Cool. Okay. So go check that, that out. Ben, I wish we had a little bit more time. We don't. I want to... Thank you so much for being here and addressing our audience today with the special needs that we have here at the Journey of Hope. And once again, thank you so much for being here today. Yeah, thanks again for having me. We're going to take another quick break, and we'll be right back after this. I'm Rodney Mathers, and you're on the Journey of Hope. You got an idea for a show? You got an idea for a guest you think would work well on the journey of hope and can address the issues that we need to face? Let me know. You can catch me at MathersRodney at Yahoo.com. M-A-T-H-E-R-S-R-O-D-N-E-Y at Yahoo.com. Thank Ben Winner, and I want to remind you that if God is for you, who can be against you? See you next time right here on the Journey of Hope.